Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Everybody out there listening to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Oh, oh, you oh, 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 everybody y'all listening to the voice come on dig me now <laughs> one and only steve harvey got a radio show man god is in the blessing business i'm in the receiving line man that's a good feeling i thank god for waking me up in the mornings i really really do i thank god for the spirit that he wakes me up with because i finally but i finally figured it out Such a blessing that shouldn't be taken for granted, the fact that you are up today. The fact that you just got off work and you driving home. The fact that you got a job to come home from. The fact that you got a job to wake up to. Whatever it is, the fact that you can see, think, hear, smell, walk, talk, rhyme, reason. Whatever it is, it's a blessing, man. I was talking to a partner of mine last night. And an analogy came to me last night of what my life has been like. Just going over my story with a friend of mine of all the, some of the things I had gone through, and he never knew it because he said, man, you never told me that. We were just talking. One of the things I remember, and it's kind of equated to my life, was when I was a little boy, I used to go to the store with my mom, and uh, she would let me buy a jigsaw puzzle. Now, for those of you, a jigsaw puzzle comes in a box. There are no instructions. It just comes in a box. And it's simple. You're going to dump the pieces out in a pile, and you're going to try to put the pieces together until it looks like the picture that's on the cover of the box. That's as simple as it is. 
here is the deal. I would select a jigsaw puzzle based on the picture that I liked and if I thought I could do it. Now, if the picture looked too crazy, if it looked too intricate, I didn't want that puzzle. You know, and the thing was, back in the day, you got a jigsaw puzzle. You had 100-piece puzzles, 400-piece puzzles. Man, then they say a 1,000-piece puzzle. You go, ooh. So those were a little difficult for me when I was a little boy. So I didn't want that. As I got a little bit older, I had more challenging puzzles, you know, 450, 500-piece puzzles. But I always picked a picture of something I liked. So it's very simple. You get the jigsaw puzzle, you get it home, you open it up, you dump it out on the table. You flip all the pieces over so you can see them. And then I would try to sort them based on the colors on the box. If it was like a, a black section, I'd take all the black pieces and slide them over there. If it was some flowers, I'd try to find all the pictures with little jigsaw pieces with the little floor, and I'd separate them. And then I'd start putting it together. And the way I started was I'd try to build the border first because I knew all the straight edges had to be side by side at one point. And it was funny, man, because it's related to my life. I would start putting the pieces together of the picture I saw that I liked. And that would be my picture. A lot of people didn't like jigsaw puzzles. As a matter of fact, none of the boys on the street liked jigsaw puzzles but me. Because they just didn't want to go through the intricate details of figuring that out. Really go outside and run or something like that. And so what happened was, As I got older, I wanted more difficult and challenging puzzles, but I wouldn't go too far. I wanted some nice stuff to happen. I had a picture of what I wanted for my life, but I didn't want to go too far because it was so challenging and difficult. I I couldn't see myself with all of that, and I didn't have the time, the knowledge, the expertise, the figuring all the intricate details. And I discovered something when I was talking last night That's what happens in life to a lot of people. You get bogged down with the details of coming up and trying to create the picture that you want for yourself. You put it to the side. You say, oh, that puzzle crazy. Next thing you know, you crumble it up and put it back in the box. Or you go halfway and you get stuck. And you get to the part where it ain't a lot of different colors. It's all the same. And that's a little bit more challenging. So that may stop you. But it's somewhere in the jigsaw puzzle that it gets very difficult and challenging the bigger the picture you want. But then what will happen in your life is just like what will happen in a jigsaw. Once you get comfortable and you don't mind the challenge, you could get a bigger picture. But here's the key to it, though. If you put God in your mix, see, the picture that I saw for myself as a boy is not the picture that has happened to me as a man. Because along the way from boyhood to manhood, from the time I was 10, you understand, what happened along the ride in there was I started putting God in the mix. And so now the picture that I have now is not the picture I saw. It's the picture that God saw. 
So what I'm saying, this analogy is, the picture you have may be difficult to complete, but if you were to include God in your life, put God in your jigsaw puzzle, God will not only help you complete the puzzle, and he going to add some pieces, he going to do some favors, he going to show some mercy, and you going to look up, and the picture that you're able to end up with will be totally different and much more complete, much more beautiful, a bigger picture than the one you had, because there's no way that I could have saw the life that I have today back when I was a boy. And it amazes me when I hear people say, I always saw this for myself. Uh, I didn't do that. I didn't quite see this for myself. I don't know how you can have the ability to see what God really has for you. But man, he's a masterful jigsaw man. He's an incredible puzzle completer. So if you got a puzzle that's challenging to you, maybe you need to see what's the picture that God has for your life. If God were in your life, if you completed the puzzle, what would it look like? It'll be a far more extensive puzzle, and it will be a far more beautiful piece of scenery than you could have ever imagined. Tears come in my eyes because I can't believe God bought me this far. I can't believe that when I opened up and accepted him and started talking to him, that he would add all these pieces to my jigsaw puzzle, and my jigsaw puzzle would look like this. And I could tell you, I ain't got a whole lot to do with, with, with what I done turned into. It's mostly favor and blessings and grace and mercy of God. And I looked up and I just got a much bigger jigsaw puzzle completed. And guess what? He ain't through with me yet. That's what's amazing and exciting about a relationship with God. God can take your jigsaw puzzle and fix it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. Welcome to the ride. On yesterday, it was announced that Roscoe Wallace uh, was not coming in to do a song, but he is here today to bring us in on the latest updates. He'll answer questions about the $3 trillion lawsuit against the entire music industry as we close out the new year. Roscoe Wallace is here. Ladies and gentlemen, the legend, the myth, the truth, Roscoe Wallace. <laughs> What is it? Everybody all know that it's true. What's going on, everybody? Hey, what's happening, Roscoe? Hey, what's up, Junior? Hey, hey, Carly. Carly, what's going on? Shit, strawberry. This is me, Mongo over there. Uh, Tommy, what's going on, Bill? Top, top, Roscoe. Okay, Everything wow. going, hey, hey, hold on, hold on. I don't like that little unenthusiastic, you know, tot tot, you know, I don't come at you like that, you know. A little bit more love for your partner, homie. What's up, you know, Ron? You my man. There you, you go, dude. you know, man. Hey, 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 you know, you might be on top right now, but you know, you could find yourself in the $3 trillion lawsuit, too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. What? So oh, well, how he spoke to you? <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, the, you know, so I'm here to answer any question about the lawsuit. I met with my lawyers yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the great uh, law firm of Ernst and Wentz and uh, oh. all them people oh. right there. I got two law firms. I got Johnny Cochran, the old law firm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. He had, I got Ernst and Wentz, because you know, you got to have white people. You know, you know if you're going to try to get <laughs> a trillion dollars. Ain't hey, no need to try to call Crump if you're trying to get a trillion. I already know that. <laughs> so, you know, I got Johnny Cochran people. Because he got OJ Crump. off, I know good hell well he can give me some money. And then I got her some wins from white boy. Any question? Uh, I want to ask Roscoe. I mean, you say three trees. You mean everybody in the law? Is Puff Daddy in the Puff Daddy? Hell yeah, Puff Daddy. 
Take that, take that, take that, mine, take mine back and one of it. Take that, take that, take that. Take this hand with me to what you finna do for me. You take that is yours? <laughs> take that, take that. We'll try to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You took that, took that what you did. No, what, what, about, what about Kirk Franklin? You never men- mentioned any Kirk gospel Frank, songs. I smile. Yeah. Yeah. What about I smile? You gonna sue Kirk? Oh. He's suing. He Had Kirk it. ever said he smiled before that song? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Not he quite. owed me everything. Who else? <laughs> wow, you suing the gospel artist and the R&B secular? Marvin Sapp. Gone. Lawsuit. <laughs> he saw the best in me. He saw, he the, best saw the best in, in me. Now you finna see the best in me too. Nah. <laughs> it sounds like the worst. Everybody, devil could have made it. Well, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. He had never seen that before. Okay. Anybody else? I'm thinking Motown, like Smokey Robinson. All oh, Smokey one. ass gone. You know Smokey old ass gone. Huh? Wait, what? I Oscar? love it when we're cruising together. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote it. What about oh. D'Angelo? He remade that. You yeah. suing D'Angelo? Wrote it to. I'm I'm suing D'Angelo for all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Taking his clothes off, all that. He sounds just like Marvin Gaye. He stole Marvin Gaye sound. I'm I'm suing Marvin. He stole Marvin sound. No good there, well, they on me. <laughs> all right, Roscoe. I think we're gonna hear from Come you on, later Roscoe. in the show. We'll hear from you later in the show. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, Nephew Tommy's run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time to start your morning off now with run that prank back. What you got, Nephew? We're going to do three-minute remarks. Three-minute remarks. If you've ever gone to a black funeral, you know how it goes. Three-minute remarks. Nothing more, nothing less. You know how it goes. Here it is, cat dog. Hello? Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach a brother Keith, please. Yeah, this is Keith. Uh, Keith, how you doing? This is Lawrence over at Hill Funeral Home. Okay. We are the ones that have the, uh, uh doing the funeral for Sister Dolores, and that is, uh, your yeah. aunt, am I, am I understanding right? Yeah, that's my auntie. Okay, and as you know, the funeral is... Uh, this coming Thursday. Yes, I'll be there Thursday. Uh, I'm giving you a call uh, because uh, it's been brought to my attention uh, that you were going to be giving remarks for the funeral. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay, I wanted to call you because we're getting ready to print the programs for the funeral and let you know that they have taken you off for the remarks, uh, because they say that you're not going to be. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You mean what? Do you mean taking me off? Well, what I'm saying is they say that you you're not going to abide by the two three minute rule that they have for remarks, and they wanted they they've taken you off. And uh, uh, who 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 is they? Who who? Hold on, come out, come out. Who what who? What's the name again? Uh, Lawrence. I'm Lawrence. I'm the actual funeral director. Lord, and who who told you to take me off? Uh, gave, one of the gave, one of the family members, I'm assuming, is who who uh, made the adjustment. And uh, an adjustment that ain't no adjustment. That's that's changing the whole program. Who else is on the list? 
Uh, I mean, there's quite a few family members doing different things uh, uh, throughout the funeral. Okay. Uh, so how did you get to my name is what I'm trying to figure out. They said that – listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, Brother Keith, listen to me. What they said is that you weren't going to abide by the time. You weren't going to do your remarks in three minutes or less. Listen, now, listen, listen, listen. My auntie raised me. She put me through college. And you think I'm going to I'm gonna go up there on her funeral and – be under two minutes? Well, it, 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 well listen, listen Brother Keith. Brother Keith, listen to me. Normally when we have these funerals, uh, people who give remarks, we have them three minutes or less. Okay, okay. so I, I, tell you, I tell you what, Mr. Lawrence, who else on the list? Is Sheila on the list? Uh, Is she on the list? We have a Sheila. Yes, there's a Sheila that's singing. Take uh, her name off the list. Take her off the list and put me where she's supposed to be with my turn and her time. Is is, is Bobby Jr. on there too? I'm, uh, I better not be on there. Bobby, now yes, Bobby Jr. is giving remarks. Hell, that's a, what? That's that's Dolores's. Oh. That's Miss Dolores's son, right? Yes, her son, the one that been locked up. He just got out of jail. Truth be told, he the one down there put her in the coffin. You need to take him off the list too. Give me all that time because I'll be. If, if but, I ain't going to say nothing, I'm Brother you know. Keith, let me, let, me, let me just say this to you. I cannot take Sheila or Bobby Jr. off. I can't make any alterations to this program unless they say that what I you can. What Sir? What you mean? You already, you already take, you already taking people's name off. You taking my name off. Like, but the, but they, 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 they orchestrated this, though. Who the f*** is they? Who is they? They finna have a mother problem they try to take me off my auntie program who was they sir I, i'm not gonna get into a family matter but until they say that you, you can be on in a family matter sir i'm not gonna i don't want to i don't want to have the, the, this, this turn out to be bad and we want to have a great home going for sister Dolores. okay damn right and, and if i don't get to say nothing i guarantee you i guarantee you it's gonna be a two for one in there Somebody else going to get their in the coffin, too. I guarantee you that. If I don't get to say nothing at my auntie's funeral, my auntie didn't pay for my college. I didn't put $6,000 in, in the funeral. I bet you, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, Mr. Lawrence. I bet you whether I'm on the program or not, I bet you I say what the I want to. I bet you that much. You tell they that. I didn't, my auntie didn't put me through college. I didn't. Put money on the funeral. Act, call around to see who ain't putting no money on the funeral. Tell them they can't be on the program. Man. Uh, uh, Keith, they, when they decide who who who's on it, if they change the, the format, then I will call you back. Who who the f*** is they? That's what I'm trying to get, get you to understand. Who is they? Can I, can I tell you something? And, and I don't want you to get too irate, okay? Okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, man, go ahead. I, I just want to say this, Keith Wilson. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked. You just got pranked by your cousin, Bobby Jr. You bull. I'm Bobby Jr. up. I I'm kicking Bobby. I know that. that, that I mean, my blood pressure is all up. I ain't got time to be playing, man. Take me on.
damn program. <laughs> I'm kicking Bobby ass. I know that. Oh, Bobby said, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby said, y'all grew up like brothers, man, and and you was that you was basically another son of Mister Lord. That's right. Yes, yes, I was, man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Have y'all ever done that? Have you ever given the, the three minute remarks at a funeral? Mm-mm. Huh. Mm-hmm. No. No. no, that's a long time. No, but three minutes to talk. People time. don't know because we talk for yeah. a living. Three minutes, uh, right? Is a long time. Uh, yeah. That's a very long time. Uh, yeah, three well, minutes. It's just you, you talking. No jokes. Yeah, yeah. What'd you say, Steve? That's three minutes if you ain't got no jokes. Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. funeral, yeah, of course. Steve. Yeah, if you're not a professional. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, nephew, thank you. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with our national news. And in entertainment news, still trending Snoop Dogg and the Golden Globe nominations. What did he say, <laughs> Ben Affleck? <laughs> Blow it up. <laughs> he did. But he had a good, cute, little, funny comeback every time he did it. And we'll talk about that at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for Steve's favorite segment. It's called Ask the CLO. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, ready for your love question. Chloe. Yeah, this one is on, from Chloe. Anonymous in uh, Delaware. Anonymous says, I'm a 38-year-old married man. And I have a question about men looking at beautiful, sexy women's pictures all day on Instagram. You did a strawberry letter about this, and I don't see it as a form of cheating. I don't mind if my wife looks at oiled up, sexy men all day. If she's looking at those men, it motivates me to keep myself up and vice versa. Why is this bad? Hmm. Mm. Chloe? Well, I mean, dog, I mean, you could do like you want to do, you know, but... I, I just, I mean, you can't tell me you ain't having thoughts while you looking at these pictures. And if you having thoughts, you're building up a reservoir of these thoughts in your head that's leading to temptation. And then after a while, the opportunity to act on it could become greater. Hey, man, I tell you what, do like you want to do. Uh, no. Go ahead. But that old, oh, but that old trying to fake me and fool me with the... If my woman is looking at oiled up men's body, that makes me more. That's not true. Mm-hmm. You can stop that. If she looking at oiled up men's body all day, you know your ass don't look like that, don't you? I know I don't. I ain't even got no so, oil. I don't even. Come on. So you can say that part and try to trick me with it. If she looking at, I don't mind because you do mind. Yeah. That's not true. And he knows better at 38. That's not true. Ain't no man comfortable with his woman looking at a whole bunch of all up men that's in no, the gym. Not man, at all. stop. Not in his face. And you mind because you wrote in. Yeah. Come <laughs> so. on. All right, moving on to Sherry <laughs> right. in Brooklyn. Sherry writes, I'm going through a divorce right now, and my ex has moved on to an old friend that I introduced him to. I don't care about what he's doing, but I do hold her accountable for her actions. Hold away, hold away. She introduced who, Shirley? She introduced her ex. She's going through a divorce right now. Uh-huh. And uh, her ex has moved on to an, a friend that she, his ex-wife, introduced him to. She says she doesn't care what he's doing, but she holds her friend accountable for her actions. 
She's sleeping with him and I'm still married to him. Why do women think it's okay to get your sloppy seconds? Are all men like this? Or is a certain type of low-down man that would do this? Mm. Wait a minute. I, what man are you talking about? Her this is a woman. to be ex-husband. Is sleeping with her girlfriend. That she introduced to her husband. She's not mad now, at her. You introduced this woman to your husband. Mm-hmm. Now, y'all getting a divorce. Your husband is sleeping with her. Uh-huh. Are he, now, she's you mad, mad about her. her because of she's doing sloppy seconds. But she, for you know, him, it's the girl code. Well, I mean, you can be mad at her if you want to. I understand that, but so what, the husband doubled back and got the girlfriend, and she wants the girlfriend to stop sleeping with her ex-husband. Well, first of all, stop. this ain't your husband no more, and she not your friend no more. Yeah. So where we at? Yeah. Let it go. If Let she stop, you ain't gonna steal. Ain't gonna like her. Because <laughs> every time you see her, yeah. you're going right. to see her sleeping with your husband. So what What? What do you want with either one of them? You want them to stop, but you're not going to deal with either one of them. Girl, stop. Go on so about here's the question. Are all men like this, or is it a certain type of low-down man that would do this? The, the man ain't being low-down. Excuse me. You introduce her to him. She your girlfriend. He your ex for a reason. Now, he dating your girlfriend that you introduced him for. The trifling one in this bunch is your girlfriend. And that's who she's mad uh-huh. at. She's, she's what, mad you at you already divorcing him for a reason. Probably mm-hmm. got something to do with something like that anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, he mm-hmm. doing what he been doing. What you mad at him for? No, all men ain't like that. But yeah. uh, this right. one is. <laughs> Moving on, just like Pauline in uh, Southville, Michigan. Pauline says, yesterday was my 60th birthday, and I didn't get a call from my boyfriend until around 6 p.m. He lives over an hour away from me and does not drive anymore because he's legally blind. I told him I expected to hear from him or get flowers or something from him, and he told me that I can't tell him how to love me. We've been dating for two years, and he doesn't make me feel special anymore. Is this a sign that he's no longer interested? Well, you know, he probably didn't see it on the calendar. He didn't see it. He didn't see it coming. You know, it ain't like he could look at his phone and then know. You did say he was legally blind. Now, I don't know. He, that whole day could have got by without him realizing it was your damn birthday. He legally blind. He done fell over four chairs going to the bathroom. You should have been worried about why you ain't heard from him. He might have been knocked out running up into that damn refrigerator yesterday. His ass might have been unconscious on the floor, but you being all inconsiderate talking about he ain't called you to 60 till, till 6 p.m. He's 60. He can't see. <laughs> and you, cause he didn't call that. You don't tell me how to love you. Uh-huh. Everybody don't know what day it is. <laughs> 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 can't see. That's just. Uh-huh. Now you know, sitting up, you know. I got an iPhone without the eye. Close your eyes and pick up your iPhone and tell me how good it is. <laughs> Close your eyes. Pick up your phone. Now tell me how good your phone is. Oh, All right, Danita in Roanoke says, 
I've been dating a guy that is overweight and he said we're going to work out together for the past two years. I cook healthy food and we've tried intermittent fasting, but I think he eats bad uh, when he's away from me and especially when he's stressed at work. If I lose any more weight and get any sexier, I can't promise that I will still look at him the same way. How can I motivate him to stick to a diet and shed some pounds for me? Leave. Mm. Leaving is all you got. Huh? Because, listen to me, there's no consequences if he doesn't lose weight. There's no consequences if he stick to the meal plan. There's no consequences if he cheats on intermittent fasting. There's no consequences. So now he looking at you getting fine, but he get to stay right where he at and get worse with no consequences. I have told you ladies, men respond to three things. Pain, consequence, reward. Once you put any of those three things in front of a man, you get a response. Pain. We respond. Consequence, we respond. Reward, we respond. Other than that, if you're not going to do none of those three things, quit talking to your man. Okay. All right. I think she got hmm. it, Danita. Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Still trending, the 79th Annual Golden Globe Awards were announced in Los Angeles by none other than Snoop Dogg the other day. Snoop was rocking a red cap and a pair of shades indoors. He read off the names with a couple of mispronunciations. Uh, Take a listen. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. My fault. (laughs) Sorry about that, Ben. (laughs) Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Sorry about that. Snoop had, you know, a couple more blunders. Who cares? It's Snoop. Portugal. Snoop. Uh oh. Uh oh. See, you can relate to Snoop. Right. Got it. (laughs) The Golden Globes have been uh, criticized because of their diversity or lack thereof and ethics concerns. NBC will not air the 2022 Golden Globes, but there is a date of January 9th set, but no word on the details of the ceremony. So there oh, you go. What do you, what do you mean they won't air it? You remember it was a lot of drama with the Golden Globes last year. And so NBC said that they weren't going to air it next year, but... Man, whatever. They trying to you know what, man? It's, what? Can I tell you something? It's, to me, it seems like America's eating itself. That's what it seems like to me. We're eating ourselves alive into nothing. This political correctness is killing us. This, if you don't include everybody, that's killing us. Then if you don't agree with everybody, it's killing us. You know, Mm -hmm. the politics in this country has nothing to do with people anymore. It only has to do with party, position, power, and money. It has nothing to do with what's best for the people. I'm sick of all of it, man. America is eating itself. Now, you can't have the Golden Globe Awards because it's not all-inclusive. All-inclusive of who? Y'all ain't been stopping stuff because we're no black people in it. You've been having everything without us in it. Now, all of a sudden, everybody else want to get included all of a sudden. We've been feeling this way forever. Welcome to the club. Get your own damn network. We had to go get BET 
Y'all go get whatever network you want to do and get your group set up on it so y'all can see how it feels. That's what I suggest you do. If you want to have the red ribbon group, everybody just little red ribbons, go get the red ribbon network. You want to get blonde hair, blue eyes only network, and everybody only got blonde hair, blue eyes, go get your own damn network and put everybody on it you want. That's my suggestion and solution for the whole thing. We had to get BET. You go get your own damn network. Y'all can be on every day. Talk about everything you want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think that's what happened. Golden Globes came under fire for not including us. Uh Uh-huh. Us as African-Americans. We ain't ever been included. Oscars went by for years. Emmys went by for years. Yeah, you're right, Steve. Absolutely. Grammys went by for years. MTV didn't even let us on there until Michael Jackson got on there. Man, stop. This ain't nothing new. This inclusion is nothing new. This is America. America been excluding all of us the entire time it's been here. From day one. Day, day one. one. Man, yeah. I day don't one. Facts. Even care. Right. Yeah. Facts. We know what it feels like for sure. All right, Steve. Uh, let's move on now. Time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Thank you. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Let's go. President Biden flew to Kentucky yesterday to see for himself the damage done by last weekend's multi-state killer tornadoes. The commander in chief saw what was left of towns of like Dawson Springs in Mayfield, where at least 74 people have died. Keep the faith. We're going to get this done. I promise you the governor's not walking away. Your county judge is not walking away. Your Congress is not walking away. No one's walking away. We're in this for the long haul. Mr. Biden says prom- he's promising that the federal government will cover 100 percent of the cost of the first 30 days of emergency work and that FEMA does not yet need any additional funding to do that. More than 30 twisters, 30, landed at various spots in the South and the Midwest, and an additional 14 people died in four other states. Yesterday, the National Archives released nearly 1,500 documents concerning the assassination of President John F. Kennedy in 1963. However, the documents, they say, not expected to contain any new information as to whether Lee Harvey Oswald was the lone killer. Former Minneapolis killer cop Derek Chauvin has pled guilty to federal charges of violating George Floyd's civil rights. Chauvin's plea means he will not have to go on trial next month with three other now-fired Minneapolis cops who watched him grind his knee into Mr. Floyd's neck for over nine minutes and did absolutely nothing to stop it. Derek Chauvin will still most likely be given an even lengthier jail term. A judge in Iowa has sentenced a white man named Steve Vogel to spend the rest of his life in jail without the possibility of parole for horrific murder of an innocent black man named Michael Williams, whom authorities say he hanged and then displayed before he burned Mr. Williams' body in a ditch. He was angry because his wife, he saw his girlfriend just talking to Mr. Williams, so that's what he did to Michael Williams. Perhaps the only positive thing about this case is that the jury took less than four hours to convict this guy on first-degree murder and abuse of a corpse. Horrible. San Francisco Mayor London Breed is asking her city's new budget to contain more than rather less funding for the police due to what's perceived as a new crime wave in her city. 
And finally, sad news. Influential black feminist writer Bell Hooks has died. Her book, Ain't I a Woman, is considered one of the most important studies on the historic and continual marginalization of black women. Just ask Meghan Markle. Bell Hooks was 69. And also, singer Joe Simon has died at age 85. And one of the members of Tavares, Ralph Tavares, has died. He was 79 years old. Yes, heaven is mission angel. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here's a quick question for you guys. Um, do you have a memory or a vivid recollection of the first time you met Santa Claus? Oh, yeah. oh first time I met Santa? Oh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was a baby. I seen the picture, but I don't remember the man. Uh-huh. I don't know. Either. Seen him at the mall. You seen yeah. him at the mall? Yeah. But he never came to my house. I never saw him there. <laughs> my mom would always tell me he had been there, though, and ate some sweet potato pie. And they yeah. sat down and talked for a minute. Oh, oh really? Uh, always. <laughs> yeah. Steve, do you remember meeting Santa Claus? Well, when I first met him, yeah, but I already knew who he was. So what what happened? Well, how old were well you? I had been told by my brothers and stuff. We've been going out here. It's quite many for me. Nothing out of house. <laughs> so when I met him, it didn't have the joy that you think you would have as a child. But still, I liked Santa Claus. I always liked him. I thought his intentions were well. And plus, I'm a big Christmas guy. So, yeah. Yeah. and why is that? Why do you look? Like I just, I just think it's the dopest holiday of all time. I loved Christmas from day one. The gifts, the giving. You know, see my father, mother face, man, when they opened up this little worthless ass gift out and bought them. You know, mm-hmm. I knew the gift wasn't worth a damn, but the way they faked it and act like they cared, it meant a lot to me. You know, and so I became a big giver of Christmas gifts. I've always kind of liked that. You know. Nice mm-hmm. gifts and stuff. But then uh, as I grew older, I realized what Christmas was really about. So it wasn't about the gift giving no more. Yeah. And so it just became, uh, I just want a tree. That's all I want It's a tree. Mm-hmm. You know, you I, got I, I know I know the real meaning of Christmas. Right. So, right. 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 Looking forward to getting home so I can see my tree. Mm-hmm. Haven't no. seen you it haven't this year. Seen it? No, haven't seen it. No, where this one came from again? Uh, I'm not sure where this one came in from. I haven't heard uh, I haven't discussed it yet with my wife, but it's coming in from somewhere. Oh, it you didn't get it at Wal- uh, Are you mad at the tree? Selling at the mall, huh? from from he a mad lot. at the tree? Yeah, he mad at the tree. He hating on Nebraska. the tree. He got old rich ass tree. Where your tree come from, Tommy? Nemus. You don't want Neiman. Oh, excuse me. What? <laughs> excuse me. Be there. Is it Marcus? Neiman uh-huh. Marcus? Neiman Marcus <laughs> as, in, as in pre-decorated? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, pre-decorated, on, Junior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. All right. Wow. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to check Steve's wow. voicemail right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is time to check your voicemail. If you want to leave Steve a message or just give a holiday greeting to your loved one, call us right now at 877-29-STEVE and leave a message, okay? Steve, this one is a call from a fan of comedy. 
Steve Harvey, this is Danny. Look, I don't. I hope I don't come off as racist, and I do apologize if I do. But I don't know if you thought about this, and I'm sure you probably get this all the time. If you would consider playing Richard Pryor in a movie about Richard Pryor, that would be amazing because you you look like Richard Pryor. Well, Danny, I look like him in my younger days. I think I did, especially when I had hair. It's a lot of side by side comparisons just in terms of look. Yeah, but like right now, I'd have to play Richard as an older man, you know. I could play Richard Pryor uh, at, in the afterlife or something like that. What? <laughs> you know, I'd have to play like, play like Richard Pryor after he's passed and gone to heaven, and he's sitting around heaven as Richard Pryor. But, you know, okay. I've, I've heard the comparisons my whole career, but yeah. I don't think that's doable yeah. at this point. Really Richard played it. himself. Yeah, <laughs> in his own movie. Yeah, and it did. It did, did I, I didn't take it as racist though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Jojo Come. Dancer was the movie he did. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Classic. Calling. All right. Thank you, Danny. Uh, here's a voicemail from uh, a man, Steve, who needs your help to talk to his wife about her appearance. Hmm. What? Good morning, Steve Harvey, and the morning crew. This is Lucurgis. I'm a 49-year-old father of a 10-year-old. We both praise dance together. I love for y'all to check out our praise dance on YouTube, Brother X Praising. Uh, Steve, I have a beautiful wife. We about to reach our, our one-year anniversary. She is beautiful, but every time we get ready to go out, she put this makeup on her face. And I told her already, I hate makeup. She's naturally beautiful. I told her she's naturally beautiful. Every time she put that makeup on, man, it kicks me off. What else can I say to my wife? Or how should I take that when my wife puts on that makeup? Every time we get ready to go out, she want to put on makeup. She's trying to improve a little bit, but I was telling her, you do not need makeup, sweetie. I love your natural beauty. What do I need to do, Steve? Y'all keep us laughing, man. Y'all keep us entertaining. We love y'all. God bless y'all. Y'all have a blessed and productive day. Bye. Well, I appreciate you, dog, but you got a problem here. Uh, you've only been married one year. You 49. You just found this girl. This is second. Don't mess it up. Because your ass talking about you hate makeup. That ain't, that ain't what you said when you first got married. Now, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. this ain't the first time she trying makeup. <laughs> right. So now you got her. You can stop all this. Ain't nobody 49 trying makeup for the first time. She like makeup. Your ass needs to get the starch to liking makeup. <laughs> it's what you need to do. You need to get the starch to liking makeup and shut your mouth. Happy wife, happy life. I can't stand that. Now, as far as you 49 years old praise dancing, we're not finna look at that either. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not tuning in for no 50-year-old praise dancing. Let your boy praise dance. He team. All right, let's get to the You can jump and splash water on people and turn real fast without falling. You gonna spin one time and your old ass gonna wipe out that whole front row. <laughs> Knocking the podium over the Christmas tree to fail. You done knocked the cross off the wall. You broke the back off a pew. He's too old to be praised. Dancing. I don't even like going to churches where they had that. 
We're now going to have a word from our praise dancers. You said a word. <laughs> I love praise dancers. Everybody want to see all I these hand it. motions? I love it. I don't. <laughs> Stop. Take all these robes off. Ain't nobody in praise dancing ever fit. Yeah. And why is your face white? What did you paint your face for? <laughs> You're not a mime. Jesus know that's you. Take that off. <laughs> we know that's you. <laughs> Come on, Harvey. <Man. laughs> you were so uh, so ignorant. <laughs> All right. Listen, if you want to leave Steve a voicemail, uh, call 877-29-STEVE. Prank phone call with the nephew coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, she means the world to me. It's brought to you by A Journal for Jordan, starring Michael B. Jordan, and directed by Denzel Washington. It's in theaters on Christmas Day. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Can you breastfeed my baby? Mm-mm. What? <laughs> Can you breastfeed my baby? All I'm asking. Cat dog, if you would. Hello? Hello, man. Uh, that's me, this Yeah, this Hey, hey, man. Uh, hey, man, this, 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 this dog. And, uh, who? huh? This who? This Man, uh, yeah, gave me your phone number. I know you don't know me, but gave me your number. You, you talking about on the south side? Yeah, 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 on the south side. He, uh, he gave me your number, man. I'm going through some things. I, I thought you might be able to help me out, man, because, uh, well, see, my girl, and I don't know, man. I think just then left, you know, and, uh, she didn't left me here with the kids, you know, and I, I trying to, I don't think coming back. My Go man, ahead. my man, I, my man, I feel for you, but but why you why you why you telling me this? See, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, uh, see, man, I, I, here I am, got these kids by myself. You know, my little boy, he three, but my little girl, man, she just she just two months old, man. You know, and I, I, I reason why I got your number because I think you might be able to help me because I, 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 I'm just going through this. It's just hard right now, brother. Dog, how 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 me help you, dog? I, I got kids of my own, dog. How how me, how me help you? Well, see, that's that's what I'm saying. Now, ain't ain't you ain't you married to to to? Yeah, my wife. How, how how you know my wife, dog? See, that's what I'm saying. I I I I, I mean, I kind of know y'all through. I done seen y'all before through him. And uh, but see, here's the deal, man. Like. Like I say, I got my kids, man. My 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 little boy three, but my little girl ain't but two months, man. How many, how many kids y'all got? Man, we got three kids, man. I I I I got a ten year old, eight year old, and a six month old. I, I'm trying. I I really don't know what you asking asking of me, man. I got my own family. I got to take care of. You asking me for help? I mean, what is it you need, man? And 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 what I'm trying to do with this here, I'm, I'm trying to get. My little my little girl taking care of man. Like I say, then ran off man and then left. And I don't think I don't I don't think she's coming back. 
I don't think she's coming back. But I need some help. I need some help from from, from your wife. Come, I need her to come by the house today. Can she? Do you think? What do you need to come at your house for? Because the baby, the baby, the baby needs some milk. Man, we got uh, a couple cans, or we got a couple cans of some formula, some something in here. We could drop off to you, man. But ain't coming to your house, dog. I, I can't. You, you more than you more than happy to have these have these cans, but we, we, I can't be having my wife at your house, dog. Got all the kids. I understand that, but I the baby needs some milk. That's what I'm saying. I need I need to come by and feed the baby. Dog, I just told you. Could come by, drop off a couple cans of milk, but I—I I mean, I don't even know you like that player. I ain't about to just have my wife coming to your damn house. I don't know you. I need, but I need her to come by and feed the baby, man. Dog, why the hell you can't feed your own baby? What? Well, I need to come by and breastfeed the baby. What? You want my wife to come at your house and do what? I want her to come and breastfeed the baby. I told you, you ran off. You lost your mind. I don't know you to be talking about my wife coming to your house, breastfeeding your baby. Matter of fact, the you get my number. Who the hell is anyway? I don't stop thinking about it. I don't know the right. Say, dog, don't call me with this dog. What the is you talking about breastfeeding your baby? Down your throat. Now come on over. We're gonna be here. We're gonna be here all day. Don't do this, man. Don't do this. Don't let your ego and stuff come between the baby's health, man. I'm just trying to get nah, the baby how, how you how, how you gonna call me talking about my wife breastfeed your baby? I'm still you know what? Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't know them? My wife don't know you, and I don't know you either. <laughs> Do you know a name? Supposedly he live on the south side. He know us. You don't know him either? Uh, hold on. I don't know you. I don't know What? This is on another line talking about his wife left him with the two kids. He wants you to come to his crib and breastfeed his baby. Don't, 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 baby, don't, baby, don't trip. I got this. I'm gonna holler at you in a minute. Dog, we, dog, we don't, dog, we don't know you. Who, who the is you calling me for? What is your address? One more thing, one more thing I want to say to you. Are you listening to me? You better be saying your address. That's what you better be saying. This is nephew Tom from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got thanked by your sister's. <laughs> Ain't this a? <laughs> Ain't this about a? Uh, you alright, man? Uh, come on, dog, man. Uh, Tommy, dog, <laughs> dog, dog. You about to get your whip? <laughs> Tommy, whoever, somebody's getting their <laughs> whipped. I mean.
Alright, brother, you, uh, gotta me, you gotta tell me what is the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey Morning Show, you dig? <laughs> oh man. Y'all got me, man. Just need a little help, that's all. Just just, that's just a little crazy. bit of help. That's yeah. really you ignorant. Know? Hey brother, I feel for you, but right. what what that what that gotta do with me? <laughs> all right, I'm gonna tell it to you again. Chicago, Illinois, here we come. The United Center, baby. Washington, D.C., here we come. Eagle Bank Arena and Atlanta, G.A. State Farm Arena. Chicago, you are on the 30th. D.C., you are on the 1st. Atlanta, G.A., you are on the 2nd. It's the New Year's Comedy Live Fest. Tickets available at all Ticketmaster outlets. Here is the lineup. Earthquake in the building. Eddie Griffin in the building. Cedric the Entertainer. D.L. Hughley. Hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. Once again, Chi-Town. It is December the 30th. Washington, D.C. January 1st. Atlanta, Georgia. January the 2nd. State Farm Arena. All Ticketmaster outlets. Or you can go to the box office. Get yourself some tickets. It's going to be a hell of a show. Tickets on sale right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uncle, I hope you come hang out with your boy in ATL, man. I hope you're back home by then. January 2nd, slide through. Got a couple of things. The judge show is jumping off that Tuesday, so I got to figure out where I got to be. I got to promote the show. Here come the judge. I don't know what's going to happen. I just want to go home right now, man, (laughs) so I can do it. You've been everywhere, huh? Eggnog, man. Look at my Christmas tree. All right. <laughs> Got to go we'll see my grandson, BJ, play basketball. He's playing basketball now. Yay. Oh, wow. okay. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter brought to you by A Journal for Jordan starring Michael B. Jordan. The subject is She Means the World to Me. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, uh, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to do this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. And today's Strawberry Letter is sponsored by A Journal for Jordan. Steve? Yeah, and A Journal for Jordan, everybody, is a drama directed by my dog, Denzel Washington. Woo-hoo. And it's starring Michael B. Jordan, young man I happen to like a lot. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, A Journal for Jordan is based on a true story of First Sergeant Charles Monroe King, who's played by Michael B. It's a soldier deployed to Iraq who begins to keep a journal of love and advice for his infant son. Now, back at home, senior New York Times editor Dana Kennedy, I think that's the name, uh, who's played by Shantae Adams, revisits the story of her unlikely life-altering relationship with King and his enduring devotion to her and their child. It's a sweeping account of a once-of-a-lifetime love, and the film is a powerful reminder of the importance of family. All right, that's what's happening. Hmm. All right, thank you, Steve. A Journal for Jordan opens in theaters on Christmas Day. All right, Strawberry Letter subject. What'd you say, Steve? I was just saying, is I need more. Yes, I need more. I'm glad I didn't hear that. 
Uh, okay. You're good. That's why I repeated so you could hear. <laughs> Subject, she means the world to me. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 28-year-old single man, and I'm in love with the most beautiful girl in the world. I need your advice on how to love her properly. My father has not been active in my life because he's incarcerated. I can't go to my mother with the kind of questions I have on how to be a man and to love a woman. I've never seen a positive love relationship, so I don't want to mess it up with my girl. When I visited my dad at a young age, I knew that I would never end up in his situation, so I was teased a lot for not running with the boys in my school. Instead, I joined the debate club and the tennis team. Those were two of the most uncool activities at the school. But it was great for me because that's how I met this girl. She still has her parents together in the home and her grandmother lives with them. It feels good to visit her home and have dinner as a family with them. Her father pulled me aside one day and offered to get me a sports coat to wear when he noticed mine was too small. I was ashamed but grateful that he never mentioned it to his daughter. I feel he trusts me with her life, so I don't want to mess this up. I look to you for guidance, and I need some words from you on how to keep my cool. I have a great job and my own home that she's helping me decorate. I'm appreciative of any advice you and Miss Shirley can offer me. Mm. <sighs> well, well I, I mean, first off, well, I have Ms. to Miss Shirley's say- part right here, pay close attention, boy. Yes, that's right. <laughs> First of all, I have to say this is a beautiful, beautiful letter. I love this letter. It makes me proud. It fills me with hope because I know that there's still a lot of great guys out there and you sound like one of them. Um, we've never had a letter like this, so I, I just appreciate you wanting to do the right thing by your girl and you ask, how do you love her properly? Um, well, it, it sounds like you're off to a good start because first you want to do this. This is something you want to do. How do you love a, a woman properly? You protect her. You make her feel safe. You make her feel secure. You, you, you treat her well. You take care of her. You make her happiness a priority. You be a gentleman. You treat her like a lady. You stay, stay close to her dad, too, because he seems to really like you, and he, he seems to want you to win. That's important. He's, he could be your, your father role model. Um, you know, you're motivated, highly motivated young man. I say stay mo- motivated. Don't cheat on her. Communicate with her. Listen to her. Keep your word. Uh, show her you mean what you say. I mean, these are just some of the things that you can do to love her property properly from a woman's perspective. And here's Steve. And I, I know you have a lot more, Steve. Go ahead. Well, here's the deal, young man. I appreciate the letter. She means the world to me. Well, that's something that's uh, not mentioned a lot today. If you look at IG and you look at all these stories, you know, you don't very rarely hear men saying that a woman means the world to her. Not often, especially in young people. So it's a great thing that you have that aspect going for yourself and that type of level of commitment. You're only 28 years old. You're single. You're in love with the most beautiful girl in the world. And to love her properly uh, is very simple. The key word to loving somebody properly is respect. Young man, it all starts with respect. 
one of the best pieces of his advice I ever got was do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's so important, but can I tell you something, man? That is so hard to do as a man. That is so, so hard to do. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And if you start with respect, that's going to cover a lot of ground. You know, would you want her to be loyal to you? Then you in turn have to be loyal to her. And we can't continue to use the excuse, well, I'm a man, you know, I trip every now and then, but I still love my girl. I got all that. But you're going to lose a dog if you do that. So when I come back, I'll go a little bit more in depth with it to help you out. All right, Steve, hang on. Uh, We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, she means the world to me. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is, she means the world to me. All right, I got a 28-year-old young man whose father's been incarcerated, not active in his life. Uh, He can't go to his mother with the kinds of questions that he has on how to be a man and love a woman. He's never seen a positive relationship, and he don't want to mess it up with his girl. And when he visited his dad at a young age, he knew that he would never end up in that situation. So he got teased a lot for not running with the boys in the school. Instead, he joined the debate club and the tennis team, and those are the two of the most uncool activities at school. True, but it's okay, though because tennis can get you a long way and so will debating skills. And, but it was great for you because that's how I met this girl, either at the tennis school or at the debate club. So jackpot, it worked out for you. And her parents are together at home with their grandmother and it feels good to visit her home and have a dinner as a family with them. Now here's the upside to this because we were talking about how do you love a woman properly? And I started at the bottom of the letter by explaining to this young man that it all starts with respect. If you respect a woman, her wishes, you respect her needs, you respect her thoughts, you respect her feelings, you respect everything about her, that's how you keep a woman. We ain't even talking about love yet. We just talking about a basic thing that everybody has the capability of doing, respecting. Now, the fact that you're in love with this girl is added because you now you have feelings for her. And like you said at the top of the letter, she means the world to me. So now that means you're in love. So here's the upside to this after respect. When you go buy a house, you kind of like that, you know, they have a family. And you all had dinner. You love that. Her father pulled you aside one day and offered to get me a sport coat to wear when he noticed mine was too small. I was ashamed, but grateful that he never mentioned it to his daughter. I feel that he trusts me with her life. Okay, no, you're going too far now. He don't trust you with her life yet. He don't. (laughs) But he watching you. And he likes some things about you. Because... He, he likes he likes some things about you, but and he's willing to help you. If the father is willing to help you, that means that Steve in you. So he done pulled you to the side and got you a sport coat to wear when he noticed yours was too small. 
So he like you. He think there's potential in you. And he did it away from his daughter. So you don't want to mess this up. So you look to me for guidance and some words on how to keep my cool. Well, listen to me, man. You have somebody who likes you that's an older man, and that's her father. Now, you got to be careful here because you're going to come to him for advice, but the advice you're coming for, you have to remember that this is his daughter. I've had this conversation before with young men. Mr. Harvey, I want to do the right thing. I'm trying to do this with your daughter, blah, blah, blah. Now, I want him to understand how to be successful, but at the same time, I'm team daughter all the time. I'm team Morgan, team Brandy, team Carly, team Lori. So I'm going to help you, but it's going to be to her advantage. And you just got to understand that part of it, man. He's going to help you, but it will be to her advantage. And it might not be a bad thing because you should want it to be to her advantage, which is the other thing. So it you're in a good position with the guy. Now, you don't want to mess this up? Don't. Stay respectful. These are my words of guidance to you. Respect and love is the key to the whole thing. Now, here's what you do have. You say you have a great job, you got your own home, that she's helping you decorate. I'm appreciative of any advice that you and Miss Shirley can offer. You got your own home, you're 28. Boy, you strong. You got a good job, you strong. She helping you decorate it because she see herself in that house. You winning. You winning, dog. Stay respectful. Don't blow it. Don't mess this up, dog. The problem with us as men sometimes is once we get things together and once we start learning a little bit more, we have a tendency to want to show people what we got and what we know. And that's when you want to show it to somebody else so you can get that same cheering that you got initially from your girl when she found out you was a homeowner and all this here. So now you want to show it off. And then that makes you want to invite somebody else over so she can see the house, so forth and so on, yada, 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 yada. You got to beware because that's called temptation and that's coming. Try to avoid the temptation. Remember the Lord's prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our temptation as we forgive us our trespass. We forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all that is evil. Preach. Oh. Try, young man. That's my daily prayer. And I just try. I try. I don't get it right all the time, and neither will you. And you're going to make some mistakes, and she's going to get mad at you. I think you're on track. You're going to be fine. Just remember respect. Thank you very much. All right, Steve, thank you. Leave your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram and Facebook at steveharveyfm.com and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, our girl from the talk, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce our girl from the talk. Ladies and gentlemen, here she is, the one, the only Cheryl Underwood. 
Thank you, Steve Harvey. And you know, to the Steve Harvey Morning Show family and everybody listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, you know, we, we celebrating the holidays. You know what I'm saying? We, we you know, wishing uh-huh. everybody Merry Christmas, you know, Happy Kwanzaa. You know, we ain't got there yet, but you know, we look out for the brothers and sisters. You know, Happy New Year. But Steve, I want to ask you personally, do you remember when you and I were backstage with the Daytime Emmys and we both looked at each other and you said to me, we did it. Right. Yeah. And I yeah. don't think people are as grateful as they. I don't know. I shouldn't say should be, with everything that's going on, COVID, inclement weather, and everything. Just that little thing of you and I having that backstage connection. That's appreciation of the blessing. Do you yeah. guys think that people nowadays appreciate the blessing? Absolutely not. I think this world is in such a state of lack of gratitude because we're, we're in too much of an old look at me society. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Instagram, it's IG, it's Facebook yes. watch, it's posting, liking, disliking, it's trolling. It's too much of that. It's too much of that. That's right. I think it's very missing. That's right. What do you think, Sheryl Scrabbers? You know, you got that spirituality going. I just don't <laughs> think people engage each other the way they should. I feel sorry for these kids now. They, they don't even date. They, they, they hook up and what? I, right. Like, and then even they the holidays. They text each other. Mm-hmm. That's all they yeah, do. Yeah, back then. But back then, even the holidays, it had a spiritual component. But listen, it ain't Christmas till I hit Temptation and OJ mm-hmm. Christmas just ain't Christmas without the one you love. What do Lonely do for Christmas? You know, so sure the strawberries. Back in the day, we appreciated stuff. Even when you got one gift, you appreciated it. I just don't feel like people appreciate at right. the blessing. Yeah, I, 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 I think you're right. This. I mean, we're mm-hmm. we're raised so differently. You know, we didn't have. You know, Steve mentioned social media. We didn't have social media growing up, mm-hmm. so it forced us to talk to each other and be in mm-hmm. groups with each other and deal with families and stuff like that. Now we don't have to. We can sit in front of our computer and be nameless and faceless and, mm-hmm. you know, spew hate and definitely not appreciate. People are entitled today. They oh. think you owe them something. Oh. Yes. You know. You must mm. know Kirsten Williams' face then. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mm. could go on oh. and on, but that's it mm. for now. Mm. 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 <laughs> but you know what? I just want to say this to everybody that's listening to the show. First of all, be, be thankful for what you got. Y'all know that song, Thankful What You Got. Mm, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. That's right, and just uh, accept the blessing. Steve, you gonna hit it? Go ahead. Thankful for what you got. You may not have. have. Sing it, Steve. (laughs) Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, Roscoe is coming up to sing a few Christmas songs right after this. What? To Roscoe, I said hi. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, you know, we always hear from Roscoe. This is Christmas holidays. Everybody's in the spirit. Uh, So we always hear from him at the start of the show. But right now, like I said, we're all in the Christmas spirit. So Roscoe is back. I need a better intro there. Who are you doing the right way? I got it for you. Ladies and gentlemen, get yourself together. He is a legend. He's going through a lawsuit, but he is still the man. Put your hands together. The baddest in the land. Creator of so many different music, so many different genres. The one and only Roscoe in Ah. the building. (laughs) That's the intro there. Thank you, boy. (laughs) I don't know what Shirley was talking about. You you, you 
back up out of there. You got to do better than anyway. Don't What's hate going Roscoe on? now. What's going on? What y'all need from it? Christmas songs, Roscoe. Christmas songs, man. Yeah. What about it? Well, what you want to know? Intro. That's what I was trying to tell you, Roscoe. Christmas. Sing us some. Christmas okay, songs. I know. I know where the whole Christmas on. What you? What you want me to do? Play some of your greatest uh, Christmas hits. Oh, some of my greatest Christmas. Yes. He wrote everything. Knows his greatest hits. I thought he was just singing Christmas songs. They are the all here. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Bossy the snowman. Bossy. I wrote. I wrote. I wrote a song. Bossy the snowman. White people got a hold to it and call it Frosty. What the hell? I want to write a song called Frosty. It was Bossy. I think that makes sense. Frosty. Bossy the snowman. <laughs> what a bad old dude was he. Mm-hmm. That's how I wrote the song. Okay. White folk changed it to Frosty the Snowman. Uh, uh, that's part that's of the lawsuit. That's part, part of the lawsuit. What else? Oh, this Christmas. Mm-hmm. You gotta sing that one, Donnie. Hang on, mistletoe. I'm gonna get to know you better. Yeah, oh, oh. The last Christmas, <laughs> and as we look around. Your eyes outshine the town. What? This Christmas, look at here. <laughs> My fireside blazing bright. Come on. And we're blowing these gems all through the night. And the Christmas, come on, will be a very special Christmas. Yeah, from me. Yeah, that's really how it went. You know, Donnie got hold to it, did a wonderful job. I want to thank Donnie Halfway. He's the only person that did a song that I wrote and did it better. Only one. Oh, okay. Only one. I want to thank Donnie. But I gotta get my money though. You suing yeah. Layla? <laughs> he said you was. I'm suing Donnie Halfway, Layla Halfway, Pathway, anybody that's trying to come my way. And yeah. Miss Jane Halfway. <laughs> Jane Halfway. I'm, I'm what, suing everybody. What is your favorite Christmas song, though, Roscoe? Your absolute all time favorite. Oh, this, this is the one I wrote that they changed. Cold as hell, cold as hell, cold outside, I'm here. <laughs> Ain't no fun when your nose on the run. Everybody knows it's cold out here. Hey, hey. and I chanted that was a cold song was about being cold out here. Mm-hmm. White folks like cold, mm-hmm. so they named it Jingle Bell. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell. The song was cold as hell, cold as hell, cold as hell out here. <laughs> Them damn white folk like cold weather changing Jingle Bell. I'll be there. <laughs> All right. Well, thank trying you, to get in from the snow. That was another line. Thank Did you, Russell. White we folk. gotta go. Dashing through the snow. <laughs> <laughs> <More of this. laughs> 
Trending stories, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In celebrity couple breakup news, here's another one. ESPN personalities Jalen Rose and Molly Curum, uh, they're ending their marriage after only three short wow. years. They've been separated for almost a year. Molly and I have officially decided to go our separate ways, says Jalen Rose, a former NBA player, and he's a current ESPN analyst. That's what he said on his Instagram story. We both agree remaining friends and colleagues is the best course of action for our relationship going forward. Please respect our privacy at this time. Kiram is a moderator on uh, the ESPN show First Take with Stephen A. Smith. Sportsman. Oh, I know one thing. I don't care what nobody say. Jalen didn't write that. I, I talked to Jalen before. That Jalen don't sound you don't like sound that. like that. Hell no. We we what decided. Does it sound like what would he yeah, say? I like he, both of them. Can't say that. No, I'm just saying. I, I like them, but I'm saying it. I know Jalen didn't write that. He didn't write that. Mm. 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 <sighs> I don't know. They were to me like this celebrity sports power couple. I was rooting for them. I'm, I'm, sad. I'm sad to hear that. Do they have kids? No. I no. don't think no. so. No. I don't have think they have any children. Mm-hmm. Really, really sad, mm-hmm. Steve. But you know both yeah. of them, right? Yeah, I know both of them, man. I was really. I think they're cool people. So, man, that's sad. Come on. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Well, hopefully they'll yeah, work it out. It'll be a different um, Christmas for them. Oh, it's not going to happen, Shirley. Getting a damn divorce. <laughs> Some kind of way. They don't have to get back together. Work together. They're getting a divorce, Shirley. <laughs> More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show <laughs> coming up in 33 minutes after. Get a damn divorce. <laughs> so touchy. Well, <laughs> right after well, this. Divorce. We'll play Would You Rather. working that night. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go. Would You Rather. Let's just right out the gate. Would you rather have sex with your celebrity crush... We know yep. yours is Halle Berry, Tommy. We know that. Yep. <laughs> or someone that you had a crush on in high school. No. Celebrity. They don't look like Hell that no, no more. The people in high school. No, no. <laughs> I've been to a couple of reunions. Have what? You? <laughs> I went to a reunion and thought my old girlfriend was my teacher. I was like, that's is that. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's <laughs> your ex. Hey, Miss Jackson. <laughs> What did you call me? Ain't you the English teacher? <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Would you rather reveal your search history, you know, your naughty search history, let's put it like that, or would you rather work as an exotic dancer for one day? Exotic dancer. Say it again. Would you rather reveal your naughty search history? Or would you rather work as an exotic dancer for one day? Oh, I'm about to go be this dancer. Damn, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't let none of what you been out. looking up? Yeah. <laughs> what you been looking up? No. I can't go in my cookies. Look. <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait, wait. I misunderstood the question. What, what was the question? Okay, like going in your time. search, uh, like whatever you've done in your phone, whatever you've Google, done. Google, uh, whatever you've looked yeah, up. Whatever Google, you've whatever yeah. you've done. I don't care about that. You, you can look that up. I can't be no damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying... It, would I go back and have to reveal what I've done? Mm-mm. Yeah, oh. that's that's that is. Would you rather reveal your naughty search history or work as an exotic dancer for a day? Yeah, what you've been looking at? <laughs> search history is on your device, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. What you've been looking at? So, what's at? your answer now? I'm coming out with glitter all over me. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to come out as a. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to come out as a. Uh, uh, like a matador. 
I'm going to have to come out as a matador, you know. Cause I'm a Ladies and gentlemen, citizen. coming to the stage, it's the matador, Harvey. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> senor. <laughs> come on out as a senior. Wear that jacket. Wear that jacket you had on. Wear that jacket I had on at Miss Universe, which was yes, a tribute baby, to Israel. Yes. Yeah, it had Jerusalem on it, A lot and Tel Aviv. Yeah, okay. Come out and wear that, ladies and gentlemen. El Senor, come out as a senior citizen, but just strip real slow. No way you need visual right now. My friends, drop a little rider. Here. What about you, Junior? Oh, man, I'm going to have to be a, I'm going to be a stripper, too. I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> what have y'all been looking up? Oh, yes. You do not want to know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> From the south side of Houston, Texas, ladies and gentlemen, Care Junior Space. <laughs> well, come out there wow. and Junior jump off. I'm telling you that right there. <laughs> That's going to be right. me. I'll come Thanks, up right guys. after the Matador. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Coming up in 49 minutes after the hour, it's our last break of the day and some closing from the one and only Steve Harvey, our fearless leader, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Thursday. Yeah. It's been a good day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a great day. Uh, we're uh, getting ready to wrap up for our uh, holiday season. For the mm-hmm. Year. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, man. Countdown is on. Yeah. Hey y'all, listen. It's been a uh, it's been a great year for us. It's been a great year of radio. It's been a great year of learning. Uh, uh, we came out of the shell a little bit from COVID. We started the recovery from COVID. Uh, God kept us all safe. I know a lot of people out there lost some people that was dear to them because of this pandemic and for other reasons also. Uh, but the fact remains that we're still here. That's a blessing. That's truly, truly a blessing. Um. It's a good thing to be grateful, man. It really, really is. As I look back on this year and all God does has done for me, I can't help but be grateful. Uh, I know it's been some challenges over the past year, the past two years. I know people have lost jobs, positions, homes, careers, businesses. Uh, But everything is a lesson. Every single thing I've discovered in my life is a lesson. Every mistake that gets made is a lesson. Every, every, everything, man. Just listen, y'all. As we go into this holiday, be grateful. Be thankful that you're here, man. Spend some time loving on people. Spend some time calling some people that you haven't spoken to in a while. Tell them you love them. Give them their flowers while they live. Form, keep your friendships alive. Just put in some phone calls. Hey, look, I may not have much this year, but I just wanted to call and tell you I was thinking about you and I love you this year. I just want you to know, man, if you ever need me, I'm there. I ain't got a lot, but you got my loyalty, my love, and my friendship. I think that's very valuable. Don't forget that. Uh, Try not to be disappointed this year. Uh, Don't expect people to do exactly what you want them to do because people are humans and they make mistakes. Um, I'm going into this new year ready, uh, more connected to my higher power than ever before. I'm being led more, I follow more, I listen more, I worry a lot less than I used to because I just gave the wheel over. I just told God, you drive. I'm going to follow wherever you, you, lead, you lead me. And it has taken me places I never thought I would go. 
Now, listen, your life is not my life, and my life is not your life, but my life ain't Michael Jordan's life. My life ain't Tiger Woods' life. My life ain't Ben Crump's life. My life ain't nobody else's. It's just mine. Stop looking at the path that other people are on and focus on your path because your path is very uniquely designed for the for the life God has for you. The problem you have is when you start looking at other paths and you want that path. That path has nothing to do with you. Stop looking at what other people have. You don't know how they got it. You don't know what it cost them. And you don't even know if it's really theirs. Stop following people on IG talking about look at all they likes. You don't know what's behind them looks. Take them eyelashes off and that makeup and turn that bag the right way where you can really see everything and you would be surprised. Get content with your own self. Be happy. Learn to be happy with you, where you are, who you are, what you doing, where you going, what you praying about, what you're hoping for, what you're living for. Get excited about you. Stop worrying about other people. Stop looking at what they do. It ain't got nothing to do with you. Listen. Listen. Focus on yourself. Put your awareness on yourself, God, and what he has for you. It serves you no purpose to look over there at somebody else running their race. All it does is slow you down from yours. Keep the pace, keep the faith, and keep your eyes on the prize. That's how you should run this race. Do not get, do not get caught up in things that are not for you. I'm telling you, one of the things that helped me most was when I stopped worrying about the path somebody else was on. And when I started focusing purely on the path I was on, my life got a lot cleaner. Man, you know what? I don't care who you look at. Somebody gonna always have more than you. Somebody gonna always appear to be doing more than you. Somebody gonna always appear to get more recognized. Listen to me. All of your blessings have your name on it. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? All of your blessings got your name on it. Ain't nobody else's name on none of your blessings. God don't make them kind of mistakes. All of your blessings have your name on it. Everything that's intended for you, you will get and receive. Everything that's not yours, you will not get. You didn't get that award, that wasn't yours. You didn't get recognized by this group or that group, wasn't for you. Stop. It's all good. All I want from God is to make sure that I stay open to receive all the blessings that have my name on it. That will be good enough for me. I don't want nobody else's. If I just stay clean and live a good enough life where he give me all the blessings with my name on it, that'll be good for me. Remember, all your blessings got your name on it. Quit looking at everybody else's boxes. That's not your box. Y'all have a great one, man. I want to thank the crew. Uh, Shirley, Carla, Monica, uh, Tommy, Jr., J. Anthony, everybody. Y'all have a great holiday. Uh, we'll see y'all. Uh, God is good, man, all the time. And all the time, God is good. And peace.
for all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 